welcome to the Church Brand Guide podcast. My name is Michael Persad. This is the podcast where we want to serve you as your virtual communications director to provide clear communication strategy because we believe that confusion is the enemy of your vision. All right, guys, let's get started here today. Like I said, my name is Michael Prasad. I'm with Church Brand Guide. We're going to jump into the idea of a guest follow-up system. I want to share with you three key ideas today that will help you improve your follow-up. So follow-up is a really big idea. In, in, the, in the business world, it is what gets people to buy in to your product, right? It, it gets people to buy the service that you're offering or that product that you're selling. Well, in church world, it's equally as important that we get this right, that we, we allow people to choose to come back and be a part of what we want to do. So we'll, we'll, we'll jump into that here in just a moment. But to set up the conversation, Church Brand Guide and this, uh, this webinar is really designed to help you become your church's brand expert. So you'll be able to turn strangers into contributors. Uh, that's what the goal is for us here today, to help you take one step in that direction. And we do have a membership that I'll tell you about later on where we help you take little steps, many little steps over time to help you really be good at this, building your church's brand to turn strangers into contributors. It's not just about getting them there. It's about getting them to contribute to the vision. Um, help you, I want to help you steward your resources well so you're saying yes to the right things. Ultimately, we want to help you see more guests showing up. As a result of that, more life change taking place and more support happening for the vision of your church. I just believe that the local church truly is the hope of the world. And I know that um, confusion is the enemy of your vision. When we confuse people, they bounce and they disappear and we don't know what happened. And that's not what uh, ultimately we're here to do. So this is where I serve you with four big ideas, four areas that'll help you be the, um, uh, a great, help build great clarity around your vision. Um, or what, what in the marketplace they called brand clarity. So brand is just about the, it's about the spirit of your church. What, who, who are you? How are you perceived in your community? So the first step is that you want to get clear. You want to get clear about who you serve and how you serve them. Then next, you want to create the experience. You want to create the right experience online and then also in person uh, so that you uh, are inviting towards your your ideal audience. And uh, in previous episodes, we've talked about the audience conversation in marketing. Um, we need an audience. Uh, as a church, man, anybody that breathes is welcome to your church. And, and I, know, I know that's your heart. But uh, as marketing goes, we need to have focus so that we know how to hit the mark and, and get more people to, re to respond. Uh, the third step is to attract people. That's our marketing. Last week, we talked about the website and building a web platform. And uh, today we're going to get into step four, which is to get buy-in. So again, the membership process that, I, that I've laid out takes you one step at a time through this. If you choose to be a member, um, then you're able to just go on this journey with me where I can guide you as a virtual communications director. One of the things that I do as a communications director uh, when I was on staff at, uh, at churches or even now with my agency, is uh, I want to plan ahead. We want to look ahead. So uh, quarter three is coming up. That's July, August, and September. Uh, it's super, super helpful to think uh, in quarters. It helps you to plan ahead. And uh, when you plan ahead, you get more people on board to help you out, to help you carry that vision forward. So July, August, September, last week we introduced the idea, hey, this is like the football, the NFL football season. July is your training camp. Get stuff put together, paint the walls. 
uh, get the website where it needs to be, uh, put your branding in place, put signs up, uh, work, th work through that, those type of things in, in July. Um, you, you probably have some outreaches happening. Uh, make sure you capture photography of those, those events that are happening. Those are going to be amazing uh, marketing materials for you to be able to post on social media. So capture those outreaches and get ready for September. September uh, is coming, and let's make sure we have a great plan for what you're going to do in September to welcome people back to your church. September 15th is a big day to circle on the calendar. That's a Sunday right in the middle of September. So make sure you're taking advantage of that Sunday. Statistically, that is going to be a great day for you to invite people to come. Uh, family and friends day, whatever type of day you do to invite new people to your church, that'll be a great day to target to do it. Um, quarter four, you should be planning. So October, November, December, you need to be planning all the details of Christmas. Um, if you do something in November, some sort of a missions thing or anything else that you might be doing, make sure you're planning those details now here in June and getting ready to be in July. That way you can hit it out of the ballpark when fourth quarter comes around. All right, so let's jump, jump into our topic. This is the, the basic uh, setup uh, that we want to uh, have this conversation in. So there are five steps towards inviting people to your church. This is your, your marketing path for a church. And it's, uh, it's five steps. So first we have to talk about strangers and, and turning strangers into guests. Guests are first time guests. That means they've come to your church for the first time. Today we're gonna to be talking a lot about how do, you turn, how do we turn that first time guest into an attender. An attender is somebody that has come to your church two times or more, okay? So if we can get somebody to come back a second time, the likelihood of them sticking around really increases. So that's, we're gonna focus on that quite a bit today. That's kind of where we're at. Um, it's not done though. The path continues. We want to turn attenders into members and members into champions. Uh, I put members in there. You, uh, members might be different for your church than it is for other churches. Uh, many churches do this in different ways. Uh, but we will touch on that a little bit today, uh, what that might look like. Ultimately, what we need to do is ask somebody to buy in, right? So if, if we're, you're in the marketplace and you have a product that you're trying to sell, um, I'll, I'll pick up my trusty five-hour energy again. If you have a product that you're trying to sell, you have to at some point ask, ask somebody to buy this. I, let's say it's $3. You, you need to buy this for $3. Go to the register and check out. So in, in church world, we need to provide a moment, a place where people can say, hey, what you can say as a leader of the church, hey, I want you to buy in. Like, I want you to be a part of this church, and um, this is where you do it. Like, here's our class. Here's our, here's our thing where you can do that. So we'll touch on that a little bit today. So if we're going to have a great, um, if we're going to have a great uh, strategy to retain guests to get them to come back, we have to look at it as a um, a street to seat strategy. Okay, the the, the Ark uh, organization calls it street to seat, and it's a really great way to to look at this uh, strategy. Um, basically, the problem is uh, in society today, only ten percent of people come back to a church. Uh, so for most churches across the country. About 10% of people come back. One out of 10 will make a decision to come back. So that's, that's a big problem. But the churches that are, that are successful and growing are able to bump that up to 30% or 50%. And today I, I, I want to help you move that needle for your church up quite a bit. Um, one of the biggest problems with that is that people are not in the pattern of coming to church. It's just not a normal pattern that people do uh, right now. It's... Um, there's a lot of things happening that, 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 that battle for their attention. And it's not about you competing with a different church down the street. It's you competing with the football game 
or any other thing that they could be doing. And it's, uh, it just has to be developed into a pattern. So um, great churches help to develop a pattern of people, families, families coming to church on a regular basis. Um, so before we get into uh, the next diagram, let me, let me back up one step and show you what this looks like, the, the street to seat, okay? We're going to take just a moment to take a look at some of the churches that I've visited and that are doing a good job of street to seat or that I've seen. So first of all, we need to be able to have um, a very visible presence to attract uh, people. Once they make a decision, they're going to come to the church. You need to make it really easy for them to see the church uh, on the street as they're driving up to it. I've been visiting churches, a different church every weekend for the last probably two months or so. And I can't tell you how um, frustrating it is if I can't find where the church is. Like I have the address, but it's really hard. Sometimes the church is tucked in back behind a little ways. And um, the churches that are really helpful to me that, I'm, that I have a positive opinion of are the churches that have like the big flags that are out that are 12 feet tall and you can't miss it right? So, so make sure you have a presence. And these flags can be put up and taken down on a weekly basis uh, around your service times, just to, just to help make it super, super easy for people to come and, and make that first visit. Uh, they're going to be checking you out online. They're going to be invited by that person uh, in, in the congregation that's like, hey, you should come to my church. So make it really easy for them. So you can put these flags in different areas, uh, big ones that are out front, so maybe some smaller ones, they can look a little bit different. I'd recommend them be really bright. Uh, don't use black. Use like really bright colors, maybe with back, black uh, lettering or something like that, but make them bright and attractive. This is at Legacy Church. They also had um, this reserved parking for some uh, first-time guests. So creating a culture of like first-time guests coming is great. And, and I'll tell you too, as I've been visiting with my family, I have a family of, uh, I have four kids. There's six of us in our family. So man, first time uh, guest parking is super awesome. Like it takes me about 20 minutes to check my family into a, a, an average church for the first time. I got to sign them all in, all that stuff. So anything you could do to make that easier for me is, uh, and people like me that have kids <laughs> um, is going to be awesome. Because uh, if you have kids or if you've had kids, you know that on Sunday morning, you're trying to go to church. It just doesn't go smoothly. <laughs> so how, how can you help uh, people out? Have great signage leading up to the to the uh, the building and the facility. This is a new sound church. They're in a school. Uh, they have some great signs. These are ten foot by ten foot wall signs that they put up. Have great signs that just give direction towards where to go. Uh, this particular photo shows the entrance right up ahead, but then in the background you can kind of see this "You belong here" messaging. Um, so that's a great message that you can use. Uh, for any church can use that message, and it connects with your audience. People in general want to uh, belong, and uh, that's a, just a great message that'll, that'll take you a long ways. Have people that are welcoming, that, that are um, actually kind of wired for greeting. Not everybody's a great greeter, so have the right people at the door. So as you walk up to the facility, um, train them well so they're, they're not creepy and like over the top, but um, also uh, they're not like super introverted. I, again, I've been visiting many churches lately, and I've had people that are looking on their phone as I'm walking by, um, and you just don't feel welcome. So they have to be well-trained and just provide the right amount of greeting so that uh, people feel welcomed without being like uh, overly, uh, uh, overly welcomed. So one tip is to um, give high fives. Uh, handshakes are, are good, but high fives are like, they're just, um, anybody can do a high five. An older person to a younger person can do a high five. 
uh, older people can do. So the handshakes can get kind of awkward. You know, you get that squeezed on the finger and all that stuff going on. So just a tip, if you want to encourage people to give high fives, it's just a nice, easy win. Uh, a, some sort of a start here uh, tent is a great idea as well. It could be a tent, it could be a sign in your lobby, something along those lines. But it just, if you're new, if you're coming to the church for the first time, you don't know where the restrooms are, you don't know where the kids' ministry is, you don't know how to check things in, you don't know there's a free gift and, or anything like that. So if you have a great area where it's like, man, just start here. We expect new, new visitors, we know there's new people coming, so we have an area just for you and people here just to answer your questions. Um, these pop-up tents are really great. You can get those custom printed with your logo and um, just pop them up even in indoors or outdoors, uh, whichever way works for you uh, based on weather and all those different things. And it just creates a nice area that's, that's just set aside. Uh, here's another, you can kind of see that in the background. There's another pop-up tent that um, they put VIP on it. So if you're visiting for the first time, this culture is a VIP. Uh, you are a VIP today. And it just says around the side, I like, I like the touch. They said, got questions. And then another side says, new here. And I can't tell you, um, many times in church world, like if you're part of a church right now, you probably haven't visited, visited a church in a long time because you're in your church from week to week. But as I go around and I visit churches for the first time, these type of tents are amazing. Like being able to take my kids my, yeah, and diaper bags and strollers and all that stuff, just go to one location and find out what I need. Uh, is awesome. And then normally what they do there too is they give you maybe a gift bag of some kind or some announcements. It's really super helpful to get, get me uh, taken care of uh, or get anybody that's uh, new taken care of. So this, this might be an example. This church has, uh, it's a vibrant church. This is a church I'm working with. There's a magazine that tells you about the church. There's a little magnet with the slogan on there. And then there's like the next event that's coming up. So those are the basic things we want people to have if you're visiting for the first time. So we have those things at those tents that we're going to be, uh, be able to hand out. These are some t-shirts. So we've got some great t-shirts that we hand out as well. Um, we, we, uh, we've invested into, hey, we want to spend X number of dollars to, uh, per guest to try to retain guests. And at the very least, if we gave them a t-shirt and they just wore it around, it, it gets our branding out there. So that's just one other thought that you can do for, for new guests. Uh, clear signage is important for new guests. Don't take for granted that people know where things are. Like be redundant and be obvious, even if you think you know, people know where things are going. Here's another example of some uh, navigation signs. So we just want to create, a, uh, as you're walking in street to seat, a great lobby experience uh, all the way from the parking lot leading into the lobby. Uh, here's where we're showing um, some culture as well as a guest area. So having a designated guest area is going to help that new person feel welcomed. Um, what you, ultimately, what we're trying to do with all this stuff is bring down the walls. People have a natural resistance towards coming uh, to a new place that they don't belong in, uh, that they don't, uh, not, at least not yet. So we want to do as much as we can to go over the top to bring down the walls. Some churches do donuts and uh, refreshments and, uh, or a coffee bar of some kind. And then again, that's another way just to help people feel comfortable. So we had a little conversation the other day um, about, hey, what kind of coffee are we going to serve? And uh, somebody was like, hey, we should serve coffee that supports like this mission's work. And then somebody else said, hey, we should serve Starbucks. And so based on our audience that we're trying to reach, like we had a decision to make. But we also have a brand guide. And again, that's a previous uh, episode that we talked about um, deciding on a target audience. So our audience is very it's very brand savvy in this area. Like they, they care about fashion and different things like that. 
So we decided we need to choose Starbucks and we need to serve Starbucks coffee because it's a brand that they know and when they taste it, it's something they're going to recognize. So we want them to be comfortable coming to our church and have something that's recognizable that begins to bring down the walls and makes them feel comfortable. Um, now, we want to support the local missions work that's helping the orphans, but we just know that if we, if we get more people engaged in our church, we can give towards that in a different way. It doesn't have to be through the coffee. So by having a target audience and making people feel comfortable, like having Dunkin', Dunkin' Donuts on the table right here, it's just another way to make people feel comfortable. In, in South Florida, where I am, Dunkin' Donuts is a huge brand, so it makes people feel comfortable. Uh, we, we have our values on display. That's uh, important as well. So people can check you out as they walk through the facilities. Uh, messaging that kind of encourages them and speaks to their needs. Uh, we talked uh, again in previous, uh, we, we need to identify the problems that they have and then speak towards those problems. Uh, this is just an, another example of like value. So people can learn about the church without having to talk to the pastor. They can just walk around and see what this church is all about. Here's another value statement. Um, this one's really done in a, a very unique way. Uh, it's a nice focal wall in the lobby. Uh, bathrooms are important. So um, I, I feel kind of creepy when I go into bathrooms and take pictures, but um, I've got some bathroom pictures from different churches um, that do this well. But the idea is that everyone's going to use the bathroom at some point. So you might as well add a little extra to make that experience just a little bit memorable. So this church has like these uh, stones in the sink. You can probably see those there. And then they have this really nice smelling soap and they have this fragrance that's being pumped in and uh, the, the towels are right there. So it's a little bit extra that makes you feel like, man, these guys, it's like, it's like if you go to somebody's house as their guest, they're just rolling out the red carpet and just making you feel welcome at the church. Um, we're we're going to be in a school. So we are, um, fragrance is a big deal. Like we're in a middle school. So we're going to be spraying all sorts of fragrance in the, uh, the, the bathrooms just to help people feel like they're, they're welcome there to cover up that, that locker room smell. Um, great signage for kids' ministries so uh, parents can get their kids where they need to go. Um, these are some value signs that are showing, hey, it's not just a babysitting club. Like, we have a plan for your kids. So your classes are for the kids, but the signage and everything outside the class is for the parents. Like, you, you have to be mindful that the parents are looking for, hey, what, what, is my kids gonna, what are my kids going to get out of this? So make sure you have some great signage in the kids' areas. Uh, that right there is a photo booth that has been, was amazing. Like you could just sit there and have your kids sit there and take a photo. And then it's, it just looks really nice to where you can share it. So they're getting some great uh, promotions from having a great photo booth that they just, they just set out every week uh, in front of their kids' areas. Um, so once you get people in, so we, we kind of took a journey. So if you kind of um, remember a little bit, we started outside with the flags. And then we went uh, towards the inside lobby area talking about greeting. Uh, then we had some signage on the inside that, that's showing value and uh, free giveaways, uh, all those different things that we talked about. So we're kind of taking people on a journey as they come into our service. Ultimately, what you want to do is build trust. That's what we're trying to do throughout this whole thing is we're trying to build trust in people. So as they come in and experience our church for the first time, we have it well put together. Like we've thought about them being there. We put a lot of energy into them being there. And that's what's going to really help them to make a decision. There's a, there's a book called Blink that's written by Malcolm Gladwell. And it talks about how people make decisions about things within the first, it's really great. Like within the first 10 seconds, you're going to be making a decision about if you, if you like this place or if you don't like it. And then our brains naturally reinforce that. So if you said, hey, I like this place, 
for the rest of the time that you're there, your brain is looking for ways to reinforce that thought. Then the same thing is true. If you don't like the place, you're looking for all the things that are wrong that says, nope, this place is, is not good. But you, ultimately, you want to get them here. Okay, this is the connect card. So one of the biggest mistakes that, that churches have made is that they don't collect information. So you need to collect information and make it a big deal uh, to be able to get guest information because you can't follow up with them if you don't know who they are. So provide a great experience, welcome them in, but have a great connect card. Uh, this is just an example of one side of the card on the left has the values of the church and maybe some information. And on the right side, we're just asking for basic information. Don't ask for too much. Uh, people giving you their information is, is valuable. It's like them giving you $5. Um, you need to make sure that they feel that, it's value, that you value them. So you build trust enough to where they give you that information. And then only ask for name, phone number, email. And maybe as a church, like ask for a prayer request. Like at the very least, we can do that for you. Um, and then you might ask a couple quick things like, hey, it's my first time here. Or maybe I would like to be baptized or something along those lines for next steps. So you know kind of how to follow up. Uh, and then I also like to include like some sort of marketing. Uh, how did you hear about us type of a thing? So you, you have a little bit of feedback. Usually people aren't going to be uh, apprehensive about giving you that type of information. So with that, your challenge is then to get more information on them later on. Like once you have this information, you have their email, you can send them a follow-up email that then engages with them and begins to get uh, further information if you need it. Don't feel like you have to get all their information on the first day that they visit. Uh, just get what you need, get the basics so that they are more willing to give you that information. And then um, as, as people are coming in as well, make sure you have a good welcome presentation to new guests. You probably already do this, but take a moment in the service just to talk about the values of the church and welcome new guests and just a brief, a brief uh, moment to just acknowledge that there are guests in the room and help them to understand the church a little bit uh, more clearly. And then uh, at the end of everything, make sure there's a clear next step, okay? So this is the street to seat strategy it ends with the connect card and uh, some sort of a next step. So a next step might be like, hey, we have a welcome party that we host once a month for new people. We'd love for you to show up at this welcome party uh, or whatever you wanna call it, newcomers uh, connection or whatever you might call that. So make sure you have an invite for that next step. Printed, ready to go, has the information on there, the service, the, the time of the event, the location, all those different things. Um, and you can give that to people so, so they, they can make sure they can, they can come to that event. But have a call to action. So in marketing world, we want to make sure we, we put on this great event and everything. We just want to make sure that we have a, a very clear odd, uh, call to action. Um, now I want to transition. So that's street to seat. Uh, this, this method is going to be your follow-up. Okay, so this is a, this is a grid that shows a follow-up system. This is after they visited, you've collected the email. And now what does it look like for them to have a follow-up system after they visited? Okay, so what I, what I found out is that they need multiple touches over a long period of time, over four to six weeks. Because again, they're, they're not in the pattern of coming to church. So we have to interrupt them in a good way to say, hey, just remember, yeah, there's this church that really wants you to come. <laughs> um, so I want to show you this. This is actually a grid that was designed by a company called Text in Church. Text in Church has a great software to help you automate a lot of this. And so they, they've shared this grid, and I want to share this with you. 
So on their first day, like follow up with an email. So that's week one. And maybe you have a free gift. You probably can't see it, but there's an arrow at the left. That's, it shows a free gift on Monday, but really it's kind of an arrow to the left. You can give that to them on the first day. But one tip for the free gift, if you're, if you're going to give away a Tumblr or, or something that, that's free for them, um, make it so that they can pick it up on week two or week three or on their fourth visit. Like, don't make it exclusive to the first visit. Um, we found that most people want to be anonymous. But on visit number two or three, they might be willing to now talk with somebody and give information uh, and get that free gift. So just a tip like, hey, we have a free gift for you. Uh, if you haven't picked one of those up before in the past, make sure you stop by and pick one of those up. Okay, If you've been here before and you just never picked one up, open it up, help people to uh, connect with somebody even after their first visit. Uh, so email, gift on Wednesday. What if you sent them a letter in the mail? So we want to engage with people in the way they want to be engaged. Some people still respond to mail. Like mail coming to them is so like new <laughs> because of the way everything is that it actually works. So send emails, send, give them a gift, send a letter in the mail uh, that maybe lands on that Wednesday, that first week that they're there, that they came for that visit. On Friday, send them another email. Um, give them a few more details about that service coming up. On Saturday, shoot them a text. Uh, Saturday morning is a really great time to shoot people a reminder text with service information and um, just a reminder to come to service on Sunday. Uh, the following week, you might ramp it down a little bit. Maybe you touch them on Wednesday with a phone call. Uh, a phone call is still something we recommend. Most of the time, you're going to go to voicemail, but still have a great friendly voice on the line just saying, hey, we noticed you visit. Thanks for coming. Great message about you know helping them to make that decision to come back again. So go ahead and put those things in the mix. Um, create a mix. It's not only text messaging. It's not only emails. Mix it up. Include a lot of different ways to do it. And then again, on the screen, you can kind of see the, the, uh, the overall framework of how often to do it. Uh, but keep it going for at least four to six weeks um, before you give up. Um, don't, don't give up on people. I'd rather be a little bit more aggressive uh, versus like just letting them walk away. Um, Church of the Highlands is a great church. They, they started the ARC framework. They have 31 campuses. They're doing a great job. They don't necessarily have a follow-up system like this. Uh, most churches need something like this, uh, but Church of the Highlands has it down. Like they, they just have a very simple way of doing things. So all they do is push people towards a small group or into what they call a growth track. So that's their follow-up system. Every time you visit, like you're just going to know about those things extremely well. And that works extremely well for, for them. Um, and churches that follow that model, they see great success in that. So I do want to present that model as like, hey, if you just want to make sure you have clear announcements towards those two next steps, like that's awesome. That can work really well. You don't have to give away swag and all this other stuff. But most churches don't have the systems in place to do that. So I want to present this as an option for you. Uh, so text in church is uh, where I got this resource. In fact, let me... Um, let me see if I can leave you. Uh, I'm going to chat the a link to everyone right now. If you want to check out Text in Church, they have a free webinar where they talk through a lot of this in greater detail. And of course, they have a great product that you can check out if, you, if you're interested in doing that. Um, and with that link I gave you, that you can have like a free month of, of uh, some of their stuff. So check it out if you're interested in that. So um, here's, here's just a summary of everything. We, we uh, normally like to go for about 30 minutes on these calls because I know your time is very, very valuable. So let me land the, 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 the plane here and wrap everything up. If we're going to have great follow-up, we need to have a street-to-seat strategy. 
So um, on some feedback that I've gotten from some of you guys that are on this, uh, this membership, I want to provide some next steps. So very clear, like here, here's where you can start. So if you, if the, a great starting point, so make sure you have a great sign that tells people they're here at the church and maybe a couple other signs that help them get into the church and find the restrooms. Like at the very, very least, help them find the restrooms and where to check in their kids. So evaluate your signage and get that fixed as one of the very first steps that you need to do. So if you're, if you're wanting new people to come to your church, make sure that they can find the church and, and get into the church in the right way. The second thing is have a great connect card. Okay, so we talked about a lot of different things, but if we're gonna oversimplify it, great signage and have a great connect card. So make sure you capture information. You can't do anything for follow-up if you don't capture information. And listen, if you build trust of, for, from the street to the seat, people will give you that information um, and, and they, they'll, they'll engage with you as you follow up with them. Okay, and then the third thing that you can do, the step number three, if you haven't done this already, have an event, a welcome event of some kind. Have it, if you're big, maybe it's once a week. If you're not so big, maybe it's once a month. But schedule, maybe if you're not so big, maybe it's once a quarter. But always, all every single Sunday, you should be announcing, here's our welcome event, it's coming up. It's coming up, it's the first of the month. Make sure you, you set aside some time on the first of the month for a welcome event. It's gonna be right after service, really convenient you know, for, for you to come to that event. Uh, something along those lines. If, it's, if you have to schedule it once a quarter because you just don't, aren't seeing a lot of guests or whatever that starts to look like, and it doesn't have to be like a welcome event. Uh, that makes it sound really big. It could just be, hey, come sit down with coffee, uh, to have coffee with the pastor. Uh, you, can, you can call it whatever it needs to be to make it fit your audience. If you call it a welcome event and like one person shows up, it doesn't feel like much of an event. But if you call it coffee with, with the pastor, then man, that's a whole lot better. So make sure you have something in place as a call to action every single Sunday that you can say, hey, guests, we're so glad you're here. This is for you. If you'd love to come back and check us out, we have this thing that's designed just for you. Um, so right now, I just want to uh, re uh, just set up next week. We're going to be diving into a Q&A session. So that's normal, our normal rhythm. Today, we introduced the topic. Uh, so today was the topic of guest retention. Uh, next Tuesday, we meet every week on a Zoom conference call if you're part of our membership. Uh, we, we'll just have a Q&A session. And I'd love to show you more uh, swag and some other things. Maybe bring some of your swag with you um, so we can kind of see what you're doing. Uh, but we'll dive into that. And then we also have a closed Facebook group that we can engage with each other. I have a playback that I can provide in the closed Facebook group. If you missed one of our sessions, there's always a playback in there. And then I have resources that I can give to you as well to help you execute some of this stuff. Um, so there might be a, a worksheet or some other things that I dump uh, in that Facebook group that you can have access to. I would like to serve you through my coaching membership to help you become your church's brand guide. You'll be able to be the branding experts to help turn strangers into contributors. You'll be able to steward your resources well, saying yes to the right things. Ultimately, you're gonna see more guests showing up at your church. Through that, you'll see more life change taking place, and you'll be able to get more support for your vision. I've been serving churches for decades, and one thing I've seen is that there's too many churches that are perfectly equipped to reach a world that no longer exists. 
my agency has been building brands for churches. And we've been helping churches attract more people in their community. And then once they get there, cause them to say, I want to be a part of that. I want to show you how to do this. There are four steps. First, you have to get clear about who you serve and how you serve them. Next, you have to create the experience that's in line with solving their problem. Next, you have to have a system to attract people on a regular basis. And step four, you need to get buy-in. So people say, I want to contribute to that vision. If you get all of these four steps right, you'll have brand clarity. Will people choose to come and be a part of what you're doing? So I want to invite you to my coaching membership where you'll have access to a weekly coaching call where I'll unpack a branding strategy. Then you'll be able to ask questions specifically to your church. And I'll give you resources that you can customize for your church so that you can have a plan, a strategy to reach more people. You'll be part of a community where we're all sharing ideas because we truly believe that confusion is the enemy of the vision of the church. Join us today. Go to churchbrandguide.com. Click on membership and sign up.